Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Two Shot Tuesday. Barry Nixon alongside Jason Riley. Jay, this week I'm coming in hot. I've got an issue that's plaguing me, and it's allergies. And I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I'm telling you right now, I'm getting my ass kicked out there. Okay, I- May is the worst month for me. It's all month long. Anything that's in bloom, I'm allergic to. Listeners, you're not alone if you're suffering. I'm doubling down on reactants on the daily. Really? I didn't what know you I were. What can I do here? This is insane. I'm outside for 10 minutes. My nose is running like a tap. Is... I, got the, I got the itchy throat, the itchy eyes. Jay, help me out here. What am I doing wrong? Well, let's dissect this a little bit more. Are, is this the worst year it's been in a while or is this par for the course? This is the worst year it's been in a while. Okay. Uh, for sure. There, I feel like there's an uptick in pollen or something going on. I mean, I'm all for things growing and blooming, but now that it's affecting me the way it is, I'm like I told you, I'm getting my ass kicked out there, Jay. Shit. Okay. Well, this not is a cool. big deal. No, not that's cool. not cool. It shouldn't, you know, it's supposed to be summer It's or spring. It's supposed to be blooming. It's supposed to be nice and around you, but you don't want it up your nostrils and causing you discomfort. You don't. Now, I, I assume that you're not an allergy sufferer, but- Correct me if I'm wrong. I will correct you because you are incorrect. I used okay. to I used to have hay fever in a big, big way when I was a kid. My eyes would wow. be like swollen shut. I'd be rubbing them. Those went away, but then uh, regular allergies came. But knock on wood, they haven't been too strong this year. Apparently, they're all gone your way. That's amazing. I never had allergies as a young person, but when I got into my 30s, I did. I so we had tr- the opposite experience. You got yeah. them young and then grew out. Yeah, they still come back once in a while. I think Toronto does something to you. It's the smog and the <laughs> pollen and the, I think it is. It, we're, smog. You're laughing. There's smog. no smog in this town anymore. Jay, remember Drive Clean? They got rid of all that stuff. What year remember is the this? blue sky. <laughs> still 1978? <laughs> I worked on the Drive Clean program, by the way, because Canadian Tire was one of the first people to adopt the Drive Clean program. And I had to do, I was young. I was at Canadian Tires working there in marketing. And I was assigned the advertising for the drive clean program. So I had to, I remember faxing. We In those days we were faxing. Our stores had to get accredited as drive clean sites. And I, we came up, well, we didn't come up with the government came up with that logo with the, with the cloud and the car and the, but yeah, we had to go. I had to do all the marketing for that at Canadian Tire many years ago. This is amazing. And I can't think of a better way to start the show, but let's get our first shot in because I think we should unpack this a little further. This is one of your isms that I've, I've adopted into my own vernacular, unpacking certain things. I like yes. it. You're the one who turned me on to this, you know, uh, collection of words. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I'm going to credit you again with inventing something, Jay. Right. Yeah. I came up with that one right from unpacked. So it's already unpacked? Yeah. It used to be, let's just take our <laughs> luggage out of the, our stuff out of the luggage. I said, what about unpacking? And they said, that's, that's the word. Okay. Let's, let's have a shot. Let's do it. You know, Barry, there are two ways that a bottle of whiskey holds up its pants. Sometimes it's with suspenders, <laughs> but if you're uh-huh. Basil Hayden, you're the only whiskey with a belt. Amazing. I love that. Uh, two more do over here, Jay. I hope it's going to relieve those allergy symptoms. Let's find out. Cheers. Cheers. What are we talking about? Well, we, we were, we were <laughs> unpacking. Well, you, you kind of, I, I guess you already unpacked it. Uh, yeah. Your, excuse me, your hand in the uh, drive clean program, the Canadian, or it was Canadian Tire that was part yes. of it, right? And that you were actually spearheading that plan which is great and everybody thanks you because there's no more smog thanks to your innovation jay yeah it's full credit to you it's just too bad that back in 1997 or 8 when that was happening we couldn't foresee your allergies because 
Uh, you know, I would have pushed harder. I would have pushed harder to remove <laughs> microbes out of the air too, or something, whatever that well, is. Paul. We got to remove, we got to remove every blooming, every tree, every bush, every plant. But see, that's not very popular. People want to live oh. in the city with some greenery. It's just, you know, whatever. It's one month out of the year, uh, you know. But like I said, I am doubling down on extra strength reactant uh, gel caps. Okay. And they take a while to kick in. I don't know if our listeners have had similar experiences, but it's not like you take a, an allergy pill and 10 minutes later, you're relieving, like you feel way better. And sometimes it can take upwards of 45 minutes before you start feeling anything. Yeah. At least that's how it's been with me. I've even heard some people will take like Claritin or something before mm -hmm. they go to bed. And then by the time, because it's like they say it's 24 hours, but I don't buy it. But then by the time you wake up, it's like that's its prime time. Is Really? The, yeah. So I've heard that. You might want to look that up. I could try it. Try it. And you take it before bed. As long mm -hmm. as there's not caffeine in it. I don't know how that works. But anyway. Yeah. Who knows? This is not a, a Claritin podcast, an allergy <laughs> no, podcast. Don't take our word for it, listeners. Please don't don't take all those medicines before bed. All right. Let's uh, move away from the allergy thing and get into some rip from the headlines, because this is a, our, I think, yeah. our new favorite segment, Jay. I really enjoy it. It keeps us current, keeps us fresh. At least one of us is reacting for the first time. And, you know, listeners, go back and listen to last week's episode, I Do or Do I. We learned some things about Barry T. Nixon and the sacrament of marriage. Oh, boy. I, that was a, a very fun episode. I enjoyed that. Listen today. Thank yeah. you. Good. Okay, let's talk. What's ripped from the headlines today? What have you got for us? Well, this one uh, popped out because it's kind of interesting. Um, in the UK, there's a surfer named Lucy Campbell, and she came out and said that her sport needs to be greener. Mm -hmm. And I think most people, I, at least I thought when I read that, wait a minute, isn't surfing already kind of the greenest sport there is? There's no exhaust, no emissions. Yeah. But as it turns out, if you look a little deeper, they use plastic boards. The okay. boards are covered in a toxic resin and they wear non-biodegradable wetsuits. So in her estimation, that is too much. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, it's nice to do everything you can, but it's kind of like saying getting rid of plastic straws is going to solve you know, that crisis and, and getting yeah. rid of like single use plastic bags that everybody used for garbage bags in their kitchen. And now that we all have to go out and buy plastic bags for that purpose, we'll solve anything. It's not the biggest issue where we should be going after. And it ends up, I think, being a distraction. Like I said, it's nice, but huh. you know, who should really be, who do we target really to reduce waste? I mean, you got to go to these big manufacturers, the big polluters, that's where the solutions are. Correct. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I just think this is, as you already put it, uh, you know, a bit of a distraction. I mean, really? I mean, yeah. I, you know, if, I don't if, know. If you wear the same wetsuit for many years, then you're really okay. You're not really, it's not that many wetsuits. You don't go ripping through those that quickly, I would think. Yeah. And how much chemical are you really spreading on the board? I guess it's like that Ron John sex wax that they put on boards <laughs> yeah. so you can stick on them with bare feet, bare wet feet. But how much of that? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I mean, it's it's some kind of chemical that allows wet feet to adhere to the board a little better than just, you know, slipping right off. Right. Um, but I'm just wondering how much of that actually, I mean, is that a really a huge contributor to ocean pollution? Having a little bit of, well, maybe it's a lot, but even if it's just, you know, every board, how many yeah. surfers are there globally? It, I mean, true. And plastic. I mean, the amount of plastic I throw out every two weeks in my blue box is humongous every piece of food comes wrapped in plastic now so surfboards like the least amount of plastic of anything you should see what comes my dvds that i buy come in more plastic your 4ks the yeah. plastic you've gone through to replace those dvds with 4ks 
That's like 27 surfboards. <laughs> it's not really about us and, and our habits. <laughs> I think you and I are already doing the right thing for the most part. But it's just uh, anyway, that was an interesting thing I saw today on the BBC. And I thought I would bring it to you. The solution, of course, we know if you want to reduce your um, your imprint on the uh, on the earth, stop having kids. Kids do it. You're propagating the species and the amount of plastic and the amount of pollution you're doing by having these children and then carrying them around and doing things with them. It's it's disgusting. It's really <laughs> that's why that's why you and I can hold our heads up high and we say the lineage okay. ends here. It's like Picard. Well, and then that turned out not to be true because he ended up having a kid. Damn. Yeah. It's not even yeah. Picard. Picard dropped out. It's just you and me, Barry. Okay. Well, I mean, we've done our part. It's not maybe the most popular ideology to say uh, <laughs> to reduce having uh, offspring, but hey, I mean, it's not the worst idea. It's not the worst idea. In fact, it's pretty darn good. Because remember in the 80s, there was a whole a whole push towards overpopulation. Yeah. Remember this? You, you seem to be in the news all the time about overpopulation. That's completely died away. Yeah, they're saying that the earth is now going to be reducing in population very soon. But because, how? Well, because as we get to more developed countries, and I'm the I'm the least qualified person to be talking about this, but as developed countries are starting to have less and less children, you know, mm -hmm. China for years had that one child policy. For, That's right. That, they're now feeling the impact of that. Mm -hmm. the, the earth is going to start reducing in population because, you know, the areas that are still having been quite populous in, in mostly third world countries, as the third world starts to disappear, contraception comes in, things come in and people start to manage. Nobody's like nobody in the developed world is really having, you know, five and more kids anymore. You're down to one, two kids. Yeah. Yeah, yep, it's true. So well, we'll have to keep an eye on that story as it develops. The world population story. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll keep an eye. Keep, we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, okay. What else? Rip from the headlines. It's the uh, it's the Cannes uh, Film Festival happening right now yeah. in Venice, and the I mean the big one, Jay, is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is being showcased here. Now that gives me hope because mm -hmm. they wouldn't bring it there if it was a piece of shit. I mean, one would hope that they wouldn't because that that wouldn't be the move, right? I agree. Yeah, it, you right? would, like cans would be desperate to be kind of going, bring us, we don't care if the movie's any good or not, just mm -hmm. bring it because we want the star power. So I think it's got to be, it's got to be some goodness to it. I'm hopeful. Yeah, me too. The fact that it's there. So we'll see. I, I haven't read anything. There hasn't been anything online yet about first reactions yet, but yeah. it's going to be sometime this week. We're going to at least get some inkling as to whether this is good or bad. Steven Spielberg has said he saw the movie. He thought it was great. Well, yeah, I trust Steven. Yeah, he, he's he, an executive producer. Yeah, uh, on the movie. So okay, well, I'm happy we'll about that. You said this week, sometime this week. So I say sometime this week we should have another shot, and that sometime should be <laughs> immediately. Perfect segue. Whew, that was a hard one. I had to stretch for that one. <laughs> All right, for shot number uh, two of the evening, Jay. It's two Lamore due so far. It's having little effect on my overall state of being, but I do feel warmer in the belly. How about you? Well, I'm going to send good vibes your way while I cheers you with this, Basil Hayden. Cheers. Cheers. Can I talk to you about, I don't do this very often, but I made an impulse Amazon buy. I Yes. Any yeah. story that involves you making an impulse buy, I'm in. I, it, I'm all ears. Please let me know what, you, what, what you're up to. I was surfing through some movies there, and this was in, it was actually an, a You Might Also Like so I bought mm -hmm. a You Might Also Like, as I was scrolling through some other stuff, The Adventures of Batman, a cartoon that I had not seen. I guess it had been on DVD, but it had not been on Blu-ray. 
from mm-hmm. 1968, 1969, that season, it ran one year and it stars, you know, the Cape Crusader, the boy wonder cleaned up to perfection. This thing yeah. looks stellar. Widescreen is it in the 16 by nine or what's the aspect ratio of it? Or is it, it was four they by made three? It, no, they made it into 16 by nine or four by three. So it fits a widescreen TV. Is that four by three? Not the four box. by three is the square. Oh no. Okay. It's not that it fits the whole widescreen TV. So it fills up the entire screen. Beautiful. It's crisp. There's no grain on it. Well, those old cartoons did not age well. They were very grainy and stuff. So they took some effort to clean this one up. Are the stories the most mature Batman stories you're going to hear? No. And there was some goofy stuff featuring the voice of Casey Kasem as Robin. He played Robin a lot back in the 70s and 80s and stuff on in cartoons. And oh. the same Batman voice that would do um that did batman on super friends forget his name it wasn't the guys it wasn't burt ward and adam west they didn't lend their voices to this project they did not now adam west and burt ward did come in to do one that i do have on uh, dvd about years ago called the new adventures of batman and um, animated as well animated as well so they did that and then at one point um adam west took over the voice of batman for the super friends cartoon and this guy who plays him on this one, who's kind of iconic as well for Batman, went and played another character. But good stuff. I'm going to recommend The Adventures of Batman, a welcome addition to the Blu-ray family. Very nice. How many episodes are you looking at there? There are, there's like 300 minutes of coverage. So it's one okay. season. So I'm going to guess it's about 13 episodes, two episodes per half hour episode. So like two 15 minuters in each one. So there's plenty, plenty to keep you occupied. Right on. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. I recently got something as well in the um, uh, physical media department. I got the Superman 4K box featuring all nice. four original Superman films featuring um, Gene Hackman and uh, Christopher Reeve. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching, so far I've watched uh, Superman uh, 2, the uh, Richard Donner cut. Yeah. Looks fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Superman 3, which is really a Richard Pryor movie with Superman, yeah. you know, tagging along. But that that looks great. And it's still, that one's a lot of fun. It is fun. It gets really bad at the end when she turns into the robot and she's, that, that's when things get pretty bad. But up until that point, with the, up till about the evil Superman, Clark That was Kent, great. Yeah, it was great. And as a kid, I loved it because that was, yeah. that was comedy gold. Well, but I mean, when you watch it again now, that's actually some pretty good acting on the on behalf of Christopher Reeve. Like there's a scene where it's starting, he's starting to turn. He hasn't fully turned, yeah. but he's with Lana Lane uh, or Lang rather. They're at her house and she gets a phone call saying that there's a truck hanging off the side of a, you know, a highway and you got to get there. And he's like, you can see that he's starting to turn, but he hasn't fully done so. And he's, yeah. he starts to stall. He's like, oh, it's okay. You know, let's sit down. Let's relax a little. He kind of gets yeah. sort of creepy. And then she's like, well, shouldn't you get going? Uh, you know, that. what about that truck? And he's like, what truck? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, the, yeah, he has yeah. some acting jobs, Christopher. Oh, he Reed. does. He did. Yeah, he, he did. did absolutely. Um, I will say that I saw Superman 3. I was with my dad. We went to go see Return of the Jedi. We got Ooh. in line for Return of the Jedi. Someone came out. First time in my experience at a movie, someone came out and said, we're all sold out. We were in the big lineup outside at the Odeon Theater in Sudbury, Ontario. You line up on the street and I was crushed. And so many of us were crushed. And then we all turned and there was a wave of us went down to the city center, which is a shopping mall just down the street. Yeah. That's where Superman 3 was playing. So we all got to go see Superman 3, all the people who got turned away from Return of the Jedi. So 
That's not a bad consolation. It was not bad. I was the the day was saved. I'm sure there were plenty of tears about to come. I don't remember fully crying, but I'm sure right. when I was told it was sold out, there was heavy disappointment. So dad acted quickly and we went to see Superman three. Um, well, if you want heavy disappointment, I suggest you revisit Superman for the quest for peace thank starring you. Uh, Mark Pillow as nuclear man. And he is acting was so terrible that Gene Hackman provides his voice. So there's scenes with Gene Hackman as Luthor speaking to nuclear man and it's Gene Hackman voicing both parts. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's and it looks so cheap. It's amazing. It's the fourth one, but yeah. it looks it looks cheaper than the original 1978 yeah. Superman, the movie. It was it's too awesome. bad. They released an unfinished film, basically. Yeah. And it was rushed for Superman's 50th anniversary. That's that's when they mm -hmm. rushed that out. And John Cryer, who played Lex Luthor's nephew, I want to say. Oh, he was terrible. Yeah. And so he went on to play Lex God. Luthor himself in the most recent Supergirl TV show. Oh, really? Yeah. That so guy's still around? Oh, I never knew. Yeah, well, he was around. He was in um, Two and a Half Men for a million years, that that show, with uh, Charlie Sheen, oh. him. Oh, that's the same Patrick guy. Kutcher. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So some careers can be saved. They rested him for a while, and then he came back, and he did some comedy. Well, yeah. I mean, all the movies look great. That's one thing I will say. Um, I haven't gotten to Superman 2, the theatrical cut, or the, the first movie yet, but so far... This new box listeners if you're thinking about upgrading your superman collection if you have a 4k setup this is a, a box to consider getting i'm just happy to hear you talking about superman because that's that's i like love me. those original movies jay yeah it's like me talking about hockey hearing you talk about superman it's just wonderful <laughs> that's 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 how it's like comes a back polar to bear me. riding a tricycle right you're like well, what am i looking <laughs> at here what is happening Oh, well i think that's our show again for this week listeners thanks for being with us jason riley you're always on it Great to see you. And uh, you and I will be hanging out in person in the coming weeks. And I'm looking forward to that. Me too. And you're always on it as well. Let me just say we're both on it. We're both on it. What? I don't know. <laughs> but we're on it. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Two Shot Tuesday. The show is produced by Barry and I and edited by me. If you have yet to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, please take a second to do so now. It helps us grow and it helps new audiences to find the show. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Two Shot Tuesday and on Twitter at Two Shot Tuesday Podcast. Stop by, give us a follow, leave us a comment, and share your favorite episodes. If you have a question you'd like featured on the show, you can send us a text at 647-486-4848. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.